I'm Bill Price. What a privilege to invite you to time out our leadership coaching session. In this session, we're going to be paying attention to coaching you as a leader to coach clarity of thinking. One CEO once told me that the secret to her success was a few things, two of which was, number one, she said, I pay attention to focus in my organization. And the second thing I pay attention to is clarity. And then she said something amazing. She said, Bill, focus and clarity create power. Power in terms of energy and give you power in terms of strength. As a leader, we're constantly aware that we're having to pay attention to issues and realities and change within our organization. We will hear all of a sudden in a meeting that things are not going the way that they should. Or we'll even hear that statement in our own relationship with our spouse, where our spouse will say, or we would say to our spouse, things aren't what they used to be as they were anymore. That simply means we need to push the pause button at that point and investigate. Sometimes a leader will take a group and we will work through a think tank and the, how the brain gives us the answers is how we formulate the question. So it's critical that we as leaders understand clearly that if we're going to solve a problem, we're going to work with the beliefs of people within that problem and within that reality. And to unpack the various levels of belief, the various layers, how people believe, we need to be able to use powerful words that in Aristotle's different types and causes of language give us a huge, huge, advantageous uh, thinking tool. Aristotle used the words connectives. These are words or phrases that link one idea to another. And these connectives sound like because, before, after, while, whenever, so that, in the same way, if, although, therefore. Using connectives to prompt people's thinking, we can begin to discover the layers of belief of how people are thinking about the problem and we will be able to unearth think tank experiences in ways beyond measure and beyond where we presently are taking thinking um, with our leadership teams. The moment one wants to pay attention to the precipitating causes, those causes that are the causes before the problem arises, <clears throat> we would use in our questions the words before, after, or because. So if we're going to find out what the precipitating causes are, we'll use the word before, after, or cause. When we want to explore the constraining causes, of the problem, 
we'll use the word while or whenever. <coughs> to explore final causes, we can substitute the phrase so that or therefore into a sentence. If we want to explore the formal causes, we can try words like in the same way that or the word if. So if we, if we want to explore potential um, counterexamples and constraints in order to check the uh, strength of our cause-effect premise, we can substitute the word although. So here you'll do a double check. So there are five things that we can do and approaches that we can take to be able to pay attention to how we think. So let's use an example. A statement is made. Our productivity is not the same. Our services are not the same. Our client services are not the same um, as they used to. In actual fact, uh, we're sensing a decrease. So our, pro our productivity is decreasing. So here's what you as a leader would do. You would take each question, you would give each person a piece of paper and say, I want you to answer the following questions and I'm going to write the sentence stem on the flip chart or whiteboard or on your um, uh, laptop or uh, uh, iPad screen as it projects onto the screen. And you'll write the words, productivity is decreasing because and ask the persons in the room, in the think tank, please write down um, three because. Productivity is decreasing because. Uh, and they need to come up with three statements that answer because. Productivity is decreasing because um, the workers are no longer working uh, eight to four, etc. The second stem sentence stem that you'll put up is productivity is decrease is decreasing therefore and they must answer that with two or three um, correlation statements the next sentence you can write down uh, a sentence stem on the on the board or flip chart is productivity is decreasing after and remember we when we're wanting after, it's about we're looking at uh, precipitating causes. You can write the next sentence. Productivity is decreasing while. And while is where we pay attention to the constraints. So while this is happening and while that's happening, etc. The next sentence you can write is productivity is decreasing whenever. The next sentence you can write is productivity is decreasing so that. And remember, the moment we use the word so that, uh, we're looking at final uh, causes. The next sentence is productivity is decreasing if. The next sentence, productivity is decreasing although. And the final sentence is, 
productivity is decreasing in the same way that. So in leadership, we're wanting to pay attention to asking the right kind of questions so that we can delve down, so that we can, what we in coaching call, unpack the various levels and structures of thinking. Remembering that focus and clarity bring power, once we have the answers to all of these, we can then sit the team back and say, now that we've heard what we've said about this particular issue, what is it that concerns us the most about this issue? And talk through the concerns. What I'm concerned about is this. What worries me is this. What um, the impacts about this. And then what we can do is on a separate um, flip chart or page, we can write the stem sentence, sentence stem. We want to improve productivity. And then we write the words because and get the team to answer that. We want to improve activity because and they must write the answer. We want to improve productivity. Remember, now this is the solution and focus. Therefore, we want to improve productivity after. We want to improve the productivity while. We want to improve the productivity whenever. We want to improve productivity so that. We want to improve productivity if. We want to improve productivity although. And we want to improve productivity in the same way that. So here we are having a focused team think experience where we discover the resources that would reach and help us to reach our desired solution. And simply by changing the statement from productivity is a problem. So the, the statement that we were working with with our teams is productivity is decreasing. We now change it to we want to improve our productivity or we will improve our productivity. So you can use the same um, sentence stem. We want to improve productivity and then use the words that um, we've shared with you like because, therefore, after, while, whenever, so that, if, although, and in the same way that. And we can add another nuance to it and say we will improve productivity and then go through the same drill. Because, therefore, after, while, whenever, so that, if, although, in the same way that. And what you can do is divide your team into two and let the one team work with we want to improve productivity and we will improve productivity. And let them share their uh, answers and um, then the, the team that worked with the word I want can then add to the team that worked with the word I will. Um, and thus adding perspective into the whole process. 
You can pay attention to even doing deep thinking when you set your own goals. I want to achieve this goal in my life because. I want to achieve this goal in my life therefore. I want to achieve this goal in my life after. I want to achieve this goal in my life while. I want to achieve this goal in my life whenever. I want to achieve this goal in my life so that. I want to achieve this goal in my life if. I want to achieve this goal in my life although. I want to achieve this goal in my life in the same way that. And the moment you have the answers to these sentence stems, you begin to gain perspective and insight. It's almost as if you're doing a belief audit. You're unpacking the different levels of what you're actually believing. And remember, this is where the power and the purpose of coaching comes into play. Normally, we would not ask these questions in this way. Normally, we wouldn't even dare to consider to think deeper than possibly two levels. But that is exactly what coaching does. Coaching takes people to the levels of thinking that they would not normally go to to address their realities. As we answering these realities, we begin to see why it is necessary. We begin to see the confidence. We begin to see the completeness and the thoroughness. We begin to open up to different perspectives and variables. We begin to see opportunities arise out of the process. We begin to have breakthroughs. We break through the reality that we get caught up into details in all the beginning. Another way in which one can answer the question is, we are not productive, is to ask the question why five times in a row. So you ask the question, we are not productive. Why are we not productive? And give the answer. And why are we not doing that? 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 Um, so in asking and what we call in coaching double-clicking on meaning to unpack it, you begin to unearth various layers of paying attention to all the issues that we as people look at in our lives. The sad part of life is that we live at such a shallow level of integration. We don't ask these deep, meaningful questions, and therefore we, we live only prompted by our next thought that we think is going to take us deeper. Coaching has the capacity and the ability and the power to take us into deep, meaningful, expressive interactions in our thinking. And that helps us to really pay attention because we know that we're thinking things through in a way way beyond that what we've usually done. We've got to pay attention to our thinking as leaders because that's all that we've got to work with. 
We've got to pay attention to the way in which people pay attention to the way that they solve issues because that's what they stuck with. Leadership has the capacity to ask the next powerful question. To ask a question in such a way that it prompts the thinking to go further than where it is right now. So just do this little test for yourself. Would you write down one sentence that describes one of the goals that you would like to achieve and have as an outcome in your life? It must be uh, smart. So in other words, it must be specific. It must be measurable. It must be achievable. It must be reasonable. Um, it must be time-related. Um, and we must be able to measure it. So... I want to lose 10% body fat by the 31st of July in the year 2000 and whatever. So the second thing I need to now do is write down a short description of the current plan or solution to achieve this goal. So my plan is to... Um, uh, work with my metabolism, uh, to work with my weight, to work with uh, exercise, uh, to challenge myself far more than where I am right now, possibly get a trainer um, or a coach, um, to learn more about diet and correct eating. So those are short-term descriptions that can help me in achieving this one particular goal within my life. Then, um, I need to pay attention to the degree in which I believe the outcome uh, of the, the goal that I've drawn and the plans that I have come up with. So, I can say to myself, okay, on, if I had to rate myself from 1 to 5, and 5 is the highest degree that I believe, um, the first question I could ask is, the goal that I've just set, is it desirable and worth it from 1 to 5? The second question I can ask is, is it possible to achieve this goal from 1 to 5? The next question, what has to be done in order to achieve the goal is clear and uh, focused and that it is in line with my with my being, with my sense of being. So have I uh, focused on items that, that would get me there? If not, so whenever I give myself a three or a four, then I need to know I've got to add to the lists of the two main questions I asked before these. The next question would be, do I have the capability necessary to achieve the goal rated from one to five? And do I take ownership um, and do I deserve to achieve the goal? So the first question is about the, des the desirability of the goal. The second question is about the possibility of the goal. The third question is about the appropriateness of the goal. The fourth question is about my capability of the goal and the, the fifth question is about my responsibility and whether I really want to. It's the want to factor of the goal. So 
Paying attention to these goals in this way, I begin to think a little bit more deeper and deeply as to, hold on a minute, so why is this goal desirable? Why is it possible? Why is this the, the correct path and the appropriate path to be able to achieve this goal? Why am I capable and why do I say that I'm responsible and that I deserve this goal? When I go there, I'm making connections beyond just the question. I'm making connections with my being. And that's where leaders take teams when they ask questions. So I want to encourage you to try a team think around issues that are not working, then pay attention to issues that are working, and pay attention to giving them this little exercise on my own personal goals and empower them with a question technique of the five questions that they rate from one to five. Empowering your team to be able to think is one of the most powerful things you as a leader can do because you liberate them from the past and move them very soundly into the present and into their future, a future which can be created, a future which is well-deserving of the person that is changing right now to become who they need to be in the future-orientated solution. It's been my pleasure. You can contact me, bill.price at me.com.